Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Wednesday, Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Wednesday, Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry, but I was howdy. Hey, it's Wednesday. There we go. <laughs> Works. Um, I was like, did we get a Thursday, Caitlin, and a Friday, Caitlin? Yes, all different. Yes. You never know. I'm that's, like a box of chocolates. You never like know a, which one you get. What happened get. on Monday? Where there was a kid for each day. Did you ever watch that movie? No, it's not a horror movie. So, so um, I've never seen it. <laughs> only horror, exclusively. <laughs> nothing else. Get out. No, last episode I mentioned Hot Rod, and that is my favorite movie mm. of all time. Still haven't seen it. We're gonna have to have a little sit down and watch it. It's but, um, it's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's Andy Samberg, right? Yeah, my yeah. main man. Um, but no, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, tangent. But yeah, that movie. There's like seven twins, like sextuplets. I don't know how oh. you call it. And there was they got one named for each day, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Saturday, did the rest Sunday. of them just like go into the closet? Basically, week? it's oh a really God. good movie. I just like kind of say like a future sci-fi, like dystopian, dystopian, very much so. Mm. Yeah, where they're burning children. Oh uh, my God! To Are you sure this is a horror? So that's uh, yeah, basically to um control the population. Wow, this sounds amazing. Really good. Why yeah. have I never heard of this? It's got, uh, I mean, not burning children. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of great actors in it and actresses. <laughs> what um, What's it called? Uh, what happened to Monday? What happened to Monday? Oh. Mm. Monday the child. Okay. Yes, I will need to enlighten myself immediately. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But um, to know. I'm gonna write that down. See, I'll write it down. It's good, and I'll I'll write down hot rod. Yeah. Well, welcome to Boobays. Well, yes, Boobays. That's us. Hi. Your favorite horror movie podcast that tells you spooky things. Spooky, spooky, spooky. We're getting spooky stared at <laughs> by the other god of <laughs> Rogue Media, oh, Aaron. Man, it's a fright fest. That's the lovely voice you hear at the end of every podcast. This has been a Rogue Media production. I sing it along with you. Not sing. I say it with you <laughs> every time. Aw. <laughs> yay, good. It warmed his heart. There we go. Yay. Uh, what happened to Monday? I'm just now getting to that. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, today you guys are going to be talking about the taking of Deborah Logan. Diddly, 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 dee. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, a favorite of mine. Uh, although I will say, going back and watching it in this like lens, I don't know if I loved it as much as I originally did. Mm. You mean more like critical uh-huh. and you dissecting it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because I really loved this movie. But there <laughs> were a few things that I was like, oh. Yeah. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. Um, but we will get to those. Yes. Get to so much stuff happened. Yeah. With for it. Sure. 
Um, so I figure we could read the little synopsis of what. So first off, it got a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I mean, it got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Good crowd pleaser there. And so pretty much the like overview. Um, it was came out in 2014. It was based in 2013. So it was supposed to be like pretty much like right after mm-hmm. it happened. It came out. Um, but it's a found footage genre, and it was a direct directorial debut of Adam Rote to Bell. Um, and so he go Adam, yeah, rope, rope, Robitel, Robitussin, Adam Robitussin. Yeah, he's only forty three. <laughs> I can marry him. Hmm. You sure can. Um, what he's also directed he a few other oh, movies, Oh, he did. Too. Oh, yeah. He did, did Paranormal the, Activity and Insidious, which I hate. The Last Key. And then he did The Escape Rooms. Yeah. Which I just watched Escape Room 2, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Have you, you like seen it? it yet? No, I've not seen um, that. It was... I've seen Escape Room. It was okay. It, it was good. It was okay. I mean... Mm-hmm. You sound very convinced. It was mixed. Mixed. <laughs> mixed review for me. Yeah. Yeah. A mild good, I'd say. Not like Had anything spectacular. Had some moments where I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty going pretty well. But then also like, you know, just kind of, um, I mean, have you seen the first one? Yeah. 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 Did it's you enjoy that first one? It was all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like it was okay. just all right. Yeah. Just like, yeah. not, I'm not going to go out of my way to recommend kind of it. horror movie. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that I like this one at all is kind of shocking considering I do hate pretty much every insidious film that has ever mm-hmm. come out. Um, also not a fan of the paranormal activities. Yeah. They're just okay. dumb to mm-hmm. me, which now looking back, some of the moments in this film were kind of dumb, but so pretty much what it is, is we are, f- it's from uh, Mia is the main like mm-hmm. film student or like she's a doctor kind of, I don't know, but yeah. she's got to document stuff. And so there's three people who are sitting there and they're recording the daily lives of Deborah and her daughter, Sarah as a part of her thesis mm-hmm. and yeah. as the days progress, strange things happen around Deborah, and it becomes apparent that something is taking control of her. It's originally like it's supposed to be Alzheimer's. Yeah. It's dementia. Alzheimer's. It's slash. Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah. Right? I yeah. said dementia when I told you about it. And then I was like, Oh, it's, it's actually Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> when I went back and watched it, I was like, oops, I'm a liar. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's Alzheimer's and you're essentially watching a slow descent into what it is like to lose your mind and lose your wits as, which is a really horrible, scary way to, Mm -hmm. to lose yourself. Yeah. Like, like Alzheimer's, you're not there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And for the most part until like the very, I mean, for the most part, she is following typical stages of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. in the early stages. And so it's true to that. Um, and then at a certain point, she starts exhibiting other things well, that are like, oh, that's yeah. otherworldly. So do you think that um, she did have Alzheimer's and that's like how it triggered? Right. For I sure. do. Yes. And that's how her mind her ca- became a, more susceptible to yeah, being. It gave her a lower mental state. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah, susceptible mental state, mm-hmm. a weakened um, mind. Because like it's kind of almost like what came first, like the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm. like or did the possession of him start 
is that what like then incited the Alzheimer's in her and then her mind started deteriorating? Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like the Alzheimer's is what welcomed it in because when they go and talk to the anthropologist mm-hmm. at one point, they bring up how children and the elderly and are people who are often used because mm-hmm. yeah, because Their they have weak. weaker minds, um, which ties into the end mm-hmm. as well. Um Connecting the dots. Yeah. 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 There's there's a lot that goes by a little subtly mm-hmm. in this film and things that you don't necessarily like pick up on the first go. I yeah, feel like I noticed that as well. And like you said too, it's a it's a this this movie's a slow riser. It is. It is yeah. a very slow burn. But then it gets to that ending yeah. and it really just punches in on it. Which I I personally love that kind of build mm-hmm. up. Um it feels very similar almost to like, the like how the, the conjuring mm-hmm. and yeah, the Blair Witch That's too. Blair Witch, yeah. With just like not a lot happening. I mean, the occasional like, ooh. That's eerie. That's scary. That's spooky. Yeah. yeah. Because like, th- I mean, the, the her like walking around um, at night before she rips off her neck, that yeah. happens pretty early pretty in the early film. Yeah. And so there's, there's, you know, little spooky kind of tidbits. Runs through the whole time. Yeah. To keep yeah. you tied in. But then it just like, shit explodes and hits the fan at the end which yeah just like Blair Witch it is very similar vibes the ending was super similar with the camera holding and everything yeah. oh and yeah yeah, being yeah like, for blah, sure blah, 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 with like the very around. found footage mm-hmm. style documentary style filming um so yeah um definitely takes place um we're at the beginning Mia's there with Gavin and Luis they're talking to them and at first um you can already tell there's like friction between uh, Sarah and her mom Deborah. Yes. Um, just because of like the way that they interact or the way that she's like, mom's over here. You know, she's kind of, uh, she's really excited yeah. for y'all to come because she's already knows that her mom's like trying to back out or like you yeah. know being indifferent about it. Even she's really she'd trying agree to sell to her. Yeah. yeah, as like not being so unpleasant. And then also kind of coaching them on how they should uh, approach approach her. Deborah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being like very formal and polite and mm-hmm. saying yes ma'am thank you yes sir thank you sir uh, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> the whole time so that really deborah is definitely gives me like conservative uptight like oh yes uh-huh. definitely that mom that would have like smacked the back of your neck when you fell asleep in church kind of thing and then gave you a earful on the car ride home mm-hmm. that's deborah but who's got a past what but who's got a past like some past like, that's why she's like that. Oh, yes. Obviously. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brain. We're recording at night today, y'all. So, <laughs> sponsored by Local Buzz, Four Local Corners Buzz. Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Not really, but uh, I do like this beer. Good do you thing. like it? Have you tasted it? Yeah, yet? actually, it's okay. It's pretty good. It's a, uh, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to get down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, so to the movie. Um, they finally meet her, and then she's kind of backing out of it. And mm-hmm. then uh, that's whenever Mia's like, uh, my grandfather, this isn't just a grade for me. Uh, yeah. My grandfather also had the disease. But it's the way that she, like, delivers that line. It's, like, had the disease. Mm-hmm. Like, not even just saying Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt let alone, not even Deborah, you know, going through whatever she's going through. Like, that's kind of off-putting for someone. And then what it felt like, even if it was a normal person, they'd be like, uh, that's, like, yeah. a little harsh. Like, I you agree. Know what I mean? And like, then, and Deborah reacts in a way that's like, she just kind of like yeah. cocks her head and then looks at her like, 
Like, did what you did, just how, fucking say that? Like, how dare <laughs> like, you? What'd you yeah. call me? Yeah. But I also think Deborah could tell she was lying. Yeah. I oh. think she could tell. Mm-hmm. She's got that voodoo sixth cent. Yeah. Um, and then she was lying because then we figure one out of later. them asks, asks like, I, th- I thought they were on like, uh, uh, where were they in like New the, Zealand or something? Yeah, something like or that. Or Switzerland. They were on holiday. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I just made it up. Yeah. We needed a, we needed to like reel her in. Literally. It's like, girl, yeah. bitch, that's rude. Yeah. And then later it's on. It's like, don't use your up. grandparents as an excuse for anything. Like people who are like, oh, use their grandparents dying as an excuse. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. fuck and you. And they're not really dead. Yeah. Or they are dead. Because when both. my, when my grandma died, uh-huh. fucking professors didn't believe me. Oh yeah. And they people like, use that as an mm-hmm. excuse. And they were like, I need stuff from the ceremony. And I was like, fuck you guys, dude. Damn. We didn't even have a formal ceremony. We just had dinner and shared wine. And then we spread our ashes in the Austin Wildflower Center. <laughs> do you want her ashes? Yeah, I was like, do you want me to send you a picture of her ashes in a box? Like, <laughs> fuck you. Sends them an envelope of literal ashes. <laughs> that but would. I bet you they never ask again. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I wouldn't do my I grandma like that. <laughs> a little finger. <laughs> Whose finger? I don't know. I do have my wisdom teeth on hand. Oh, hey, there you go. I keep those in a little box. And those don't burn. Right? Mm. Teeth don't burn. Mm-hmm. Dental records. Not that I would know anything about that. <laughs> um, so bring us back to the movie, Caitlin. So they are going around. They're setting up the house. And I, I like how, again, conservative and mm-hmm. old-fashioned Deborah is. Because Very. Mia asks, oh, okay, am I going to sleep in here too? And Deborah goes, no, no, no. Like, no mm. intermingling here. Yes, <laughs> and literally. Just like, a, no, co-ed, no co-ed sleeping no here. No co-ed moment, no. <laughs> and the way that the whole house is very ornate and old style. Mm-hmm. Like, you can I tell loved she keeps a lot it, of that house like, so much. Pristine, clean. Even though she's got dementia, I'm sure, like, that's what she's, like, you know, hyper-obsessed yeah. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, like, something she knows she can control mm-hmm. and does so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're going around. And then it kind of starts switching into more of a, you can tell that this is like the half edited, like they had started editing the first half of the film is what the vibe is supposed to be. So then you're getting the like footage of them coming in, the start, and then the layover of what it is of Deborah's younger years to like as if you were watching the supposed to be final, final like version finished of version of the documentary. Mm-hmm. So it does have that very documentary style. And at I really first. appreciated those like that vintage vintage footage because it looked that. really like it was very realistic. Yeah. Yeah. They made it look very much so like it was back in the I don't know, seventies, right? Uh-huh. Early seventies. And it had a wonderful like just vibe all around to it. Mm-hmm. Um the music and stuff that played with it. It just and the narration that happened over over it, I liked it. It did, did feel too. very documentary. Like I was watching Watching a relatively professionally produced documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know it is film technically a, film. a yeah, yeah, it is. And the old footage was awesome. I loved it. The switchboard. So she starts her own switchboard company, which is a big part of, of the, the film. Yeah, because that's how they even figure half the shit out. Yeah, is through the switchboard. Um, yeah, but I do love how Deborah was like talking about the switchboard and how. She was the nexus of the town. Yes, and she I had, did love that. They couldn't do anything without me. I had to keep uh, affairs and secrets and all this stuff. I loved it. She <laughs> was having a heyday. And yeah. I mean, what a badass thing of her to do, though, like to start her own mm-hmm. business and do all that with in her home. And the, mm-hmm, with one with the child, I was just me and a child. Yeah, because uh, Sarah 
Sarah's father, Deborah's husband, passed away when she was mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Unexpectedly, I believe is what they said. Yeah. Um, and so she was just some sort of like a pul- mother. pulmonary pulmonary embolism. Embolism, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe that's when you're just vein up here pops and you're just dead because it's an instant bleed and then it goes to your brain and lights out. Shit. Yeah. That's scary. So that can just happen at any time. Uh I mean New fear unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> New irrational fear. Yeah, I mean, it could just happen at any time, but I mean, there have to be like things for that to happen, I believe. Like, okay. You know, like certain things, stressors or something like that, or you have to have something wrong with you, I think, for that okay. to happen. Okay. It can't just like happen to like a healthy person, I think. Okay, good. Yeah. That's slightly more comforting. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I know? I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Everything yes, I are. know is from Grey's Anatomy. Do- <laughs> Dr. Josh. Um... <laughs> yep. Okay. So the switchboard, yes, that's a very important part of the movie. It comes into play a lot later. It's also really cool to see all that footage. Um, and then uh, it's also cool because I think at the same time, you're also even getting more um, of the dynamic between her and her mom. Like yes. even when they're filming them and like the mom's like criticizing the shirt that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. You know? Is this your dad's? Yeah. Is this your dad's shirt? And then you can just really tell like they're kind of dynamic already from the get go. Like it's- her mom is super like prissy conservative very like tries to control everything and not open with the fact that sarah is Is a lesbian lesbian. and then sarah is she always called refers to her she goes well when your lady friend friend, yeah (laughs) is what she calls her girlfriend Um, but i think also too yeah you get to see that without it being so like hammered in your face but you get to like i already understood and pictured like all right like Sarah's been away for years like her mom just like started getting sick so she's back now but like they never got along and that's why she moved away halfway across the country mm-hmm. with her lady friend and like yeah to go live her own life and, yeah but deep down she did still care about her mom oh, and yeah, she loved her Her mom was about to lose everything because she mm-hmm. was behind on her house payments <clears throat> and so that is why they even had the people there recording in mm-hmm. anyways they offered them money right yeah it was a grant money mm-hmm. that was supposed to help them help help Sarah get back on track and help pay her mom's like mortgage yeah. or property taxes or whatever. I mean, the house seemed to be in there. I would hope that she didn't have like a 60 year mortgage. Yeah. Cause I mean, by a, this point her mortgage should be paid off. So maybe it was like the property taxes maybe, and stuff. Who knows? That's a lot of, or it's a plot hole. That's a whole lot of other <laughs> stuff coming into play. Um, that's above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah. And then we get, um, her just kind of talking about her Alzheimer's and then, uh, the shots of her just kind of walking across the house mm-hmm. and her talking in the background about how like she'd forget to she'd toast the toast twice or yeah. you know, do stuff like that. And, and I'm then, like, fuck. I and that. Sarah's like, um, you left the, the stove on and burnt a pot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she's like, it's a little bit more. And then, yeah, they're really bickering there. You get mm-hmm. a good dynamic of uh, it's obvious that they care about each other. They just have such wildly different viewpoints mm-hmm. on how life should be conducted. Yeah. And they just, it plays every little there. thing has to, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it felt very like sibling-esque almost like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was good. And then, then we could start setting up cameras throughout the house um, because they're monitoring. They're not only just monitoring her with like a handheld. Yeah. They are having cameras set up like in her bedroom, in the walkways of the house. So that way, you know, if she disappears or up and wanders mm-hmm. off, like she very clearly seems to do so often um, they can track her slash see the different movements that happen. 
from a documentary standpoint, that probably wouldn't have been what they would actually do. Yeah. Uh, but for a scary movie, the movie yeah. film, it it's a great. Some of the best footage comes yeah. from, I think, some of those cornered little like we're a ghost investigating it's like yeah. half dark yeah yeah because mm-hmm. it can really add to this whole creep vibe of what's going on with deborah yeah because homegirl is acting freaky she is so like even while louise is setting up the cameras mm-hmm. she is just kind of wandering behind and like observing but then obviously not in her right mind yeah there's and like the a loud blank bang. stare there yeah yeah and then she's just kind of like Ooh, there's that one scene where you're downstairs mm-hmm. and then she just like wanders past the door real fast. Oh, that's right. That might be yeah. later. I don't know. Oh, that is later. That is a little later. I know which part you're talking about. Anyways, her walking around always is scary. <laughs> yeah, because she seems Deborah to be able walking, to scary. just end up in one place and pop up in the next place. Yes. Just like a like a like a, a classic horror villain killer, psycho killer. Like because like when she's up. at the beginning, when she, we first see the first snake. Mm-hmm. When she's gardening and she just oh, yeah. picks up this fucking snake and uh, Gavin, I think is his it name. It was Luis, right? Was was it? No, I think it was the kind of a different one. That might have been one. Gavin. Okay. Is, um, he was sitting there like recording her mm-hmm. and then Mia comes up and is like, we have to blah, blah, blah. And then he turns like, back around, turns back around. And she's right there and she goes, how about some lunch? And it's like, fuck bitch. He yeah. turned around for like three seconds. How did you get from 40 yards away to there? And uh, 40 yards. And then also, too, did it did seem yards? like you know, American. <laughs> <laughs> it also did seem too like when she walked up to him and the way she said time for lunch or let's get lunch. It was in the more of like, I'm well, you didn't see what you just saw. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, like, you let's don't, skip right on over this. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Don't ask any questions. And that was, I feel like, one of the first good little um, clues. I mean, besides this. the door slamming, but the mm-hmm. a good little Kind of jump scare though mm. too. Oh yeah, a no, very subtle one that's so. not cheesy, um, but it's still unsettling. It, it works. Yeah, yeah. I I liked the subtlety because it's like you. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yes. How does she ended up right there from all the way on the other side of the yard? Yeah. yeah, that's and I think most of the parent like really weird shit happens to Gavin because mm-hmm. he's the one who that's most like. Uh, he, against it, yeah. Like, From the get, when yeah. when we get to the counter scene and stuff, he's like, "Nah, fuck this, I'm out." Like he yeah. says, then he's out, then he yeah. stays. But um, which happens the same night, right? Like right after all that happens. I do believe so. Yeah, yeah. because yes, because after this, they go in, and then that's when she starts um, losing her mind because she can't find her spade. Yes, yes. And so she's, I guess, accusing Gavin of taking the spade, or well, not necessarily accusing, but she's just kind of losing her cool on him. Yeah, because she can't find it, and I guess he was just nearby enough, yeah. and uh, you, or maybe because he saw her yeah. gardening out there and saw the snake, and so maybe in her mind mm, she, she thought those dots together. that he took it mm. because of that. Well, and then uh, I also maybe. too, if you guys don't know what a spade is, a spade is like a little baby shovel that you use to garden. Because yeah. I didn't know that's what those were called. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I was like, I mean. I had a, I, I had a grandma who made like me garden she, with her. I, I mean, so. I put it together because obviously that's what she was calling the little shovel. But I was like, oh, that's what those are called. If I were just to hear that, I would be like. You think of a deck of cards? I was literally like <laughs> a spade. Like what? You yeah. took my jack of spades. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> my precious. <laughs> I love it. It's my husband. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oy. Oy. She's. Um, but then we find out she killed her husband, too. That would be an even bigger oh, plot. I was like, fuck, she did. I missed it. <laughs> the retaking of Deborah that. Logan. <laughs> the take back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Come on, retinol. What's his name? <laughs> Robitussin. Robitel. Retinol. <laughs> retinol. Isn't that what you put on your face? Yes. <laughs> okay. Come on, oh, retinol. Come on, retinol. We're going to have to email retinol. Okay. Um, Get on the sequel, though. So... <laughs> um, yeah, so she's losing her, her chill, and she's, like, got a knife pulled out on Gavin, and he's, yeah. like, on the, t- on the kitchen counter freaking that, that out. That cracked me up. He's just standing up there, and then, like, long after they've kind of calmed her down, he's still up there, and he's like, uh-uh. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he gets out the window, right? He goes out the yeah, window. Yeah, he goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, he crawls back out the window, and he's he like, me up. F that, because obviously, I know, honestly, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, she was, like, losing she, her was mind. Assaulted. Yeah, yeah, she. This, this was not like a. Did you take my spade? Give me that. And she was like cursing <laughs> and obscenities just yeah. flying out of her mouth. And then yes, had a knife pulled on him. Like, yeah. Tink 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 tink. Yes. Oh. Um. So then yeah, Gavin's freaking ill, and I think that's a. They go back and find her right by the window. Yeah. So that's when they go back and find her by the window, and I think she's standing there with the hammer at this point. Or something. No, maybe no, not no, yet. No. She's, she's just, just staring the out the window. The, staring out the window, and she's like murmuring some like shit. Yeah. And then that's whenever they're like, and it's the way too that like, <laughs> at every moment also, I love how Sarah, her daughter, is always like so freaking scared to even approach her as well. Yeah. She's just as scared as everyone else. I wonder like if something. I mean, obviously she's had to, and they talked about how the caregiver has like mental tolls, yeah. and stuff too. So I wonder. I'm sure must a lot of that must have played in, but yeah. But it's funny too, because to me, I'm just like, it's it's the way that even her own daughter, her own daughter, was just so like fucking frightened by the way she's behaving right now. Mm-hmm. But yet, like, at still at this point, even though she's so fucking frightened, it's still just like it's just Alzheimer's, just, just Alzheimer's, <laughs> it's just yeah. Alzheimer's. But then she turns around and literally peels off the skin on her neck, which I'm like, dude, you gotta work. Oh, like, cause it's not like. Oh yeah, mm. she like went. She like, Fuck, it really is like the whole, whole epidermis. Literally, yeah, like, like a blank her, steak. Yes, it is disgusting. I, the thought of doing that. Yeah, because I've had and Just like really, later on in the film, she rips up part of her arm and a, yeah. takes again it's a reoccurring the whole, theme, like top layer. Well, you know because. What I am thinking now, what I started thinking as we started sitting here, and maybe you already thought about this, mm, um, when she's peeling the skin, is you know how snakes are involved a lot. Oh, heavily. yeah. It's oh, like, they're like they're shedding molting. their skin. She's shedding oh. it. Yes. No, I did not think that, that, but a, I love that are, idea. Right? Yeah. You are a genius. <laughs> I love it. That's, no, oh, that's great. Right? I think so that's, that's a really I'm good idea. That because, like, because she ends up, like, you know, that part with the, like, the poison, the venom, and all that uh-huh. stuff. Like, some, like, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> All those are characteristics of snakes. And so I'm thinking now, like, that's the reason why it was so easy for her to peel the skin off was yeah. because it was like how a snake sheds its skin. Yeah. Its scales. Because, yeah, you, I mean, she's so frail. And mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I like, oh, 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 oh. I cannot because even at get that, that, that one off. part when she was with the doctors and they're like, she was presenting, you know, weird, you know, new things. And they're saying how her back was becoming scaly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That little ex. I just thought she was getting some weird chemical burns. <laughs> the thought, pesticides. Yeah, I just thought it was like the demon taking, like, burning her off. Okay, you are a genius. Oh, my God. I feel. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, roll the credits. <laughs> this is all you need to know about fucking taking Deborah Logan. <laughs> Honestly, that's so good, though. That's so good. Oh, Ugh. 
man, I've hurt my neck with how I was really trying to dig into yeah, it. Yeah, but homegirl really just snatches that epidermis right off. She and uh, right off. they're all freaking out, of course. Yeah, <laughs> because you're seeing this bitch rip her neck off. And so and that's when we um, first get her going to the hospital and she mm-hmm. goes to see Dr. Nazir. And that's where we meet her. That's where her doctor. Yeah. Yeah. The first time, the first interview with her, I was like, uh, Mm. her acting was a little too forced. Forced. Okay. But then later on in the film, I, I enjoy her character much more. Not a lot because she's not super relevant. I can see where you met forced though. But just the first, only the first interview, I was like, oh. But I guess any person, Mm -hmm. I guess, if they were in front of a camera. Like docu-style as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah, because I am a terrible actress. Mm. I helped a friend with a student zombie movie film in high school. Yeah. And they had to, like, (laughs) he should have won a Golden Globe or some shit. Yeah. What's for Emmys? Grammys? Nope, Grammys Musics. Um, Yeah, all of them. For for editing. Because... (laughs) I was An just Oscar. cracking up Oscar the whole time. Like, well, I'm supposed to be chopping these zombies. Yeah. Because the moment the camera was on me, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, because I was weird and in high school and yeah. I still would be that way. But he made it look good. But so I, I mean, I edited out the last and everything. Yes. Yeah. He made it look like I was a real, because my character is supposed to be super badass, mm-hmm. like, you know, flannel. Yeah. Wearing probably a Tough lesbian chick, aviator. Survivors. Had cut an axe. A lot of zombies. Yeah. I was uh-huh. like Michonne, but mm-hmm. without katanas. Mm-hmm. And so that, that yeah. was my character. And then, so I couldn't be sitting there like laughing unless, I mean, maybe they went for like this bitch fucking <laughs> psycho, like a Harley Quinn kind of vibe. Yeah. And, but he didn't, he just. Leave it to the edit. Yeah, he you got know, real editing, great editing camera is, shots. <laughs> editing is is really beyond all. Like what shout makes out to anything. you, Stud Muffin. Yeah, editors, but and also to like um, with anything though. I guess like in film and movie, even in our shows and stuff like that, editing mm-hmm. really makes the all the, the difference. Yeah, and um, even in like um, like in music too. Like in when you master a song, and you can totally make a mix sound. Like well, the same song sound totally different, just mm-hmm. like in the way that things get edited and mastered at the end when you make the final product. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, so um, that yeah, was a big tangent. Sorry, <laughs> that was a lot of tangent. And so uh, uh, per usual, uh, yeah. So we're talking to the doctors, and that's when Doctor Nazir is explaining to Sarah that her mom's Alzheimer's is like progressed like into the middle stages, mm-hmm. and Sarah's kind of like, you, you know, said we had two to three yeah, more years. Out because yeah, she said they had longer and. Dr. Nazir is just kind of like, well, this is where we're at and we're trying to figure it out. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, they're equally as stumped, yeah, honestly. Cause they don't know what's happening. This is a normally, I mean, they have a certain timeline and of course not everyone's going to adhere to it. Mm-hmm. Bodies, human bodies are all going to deteriorate at different rates. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this is still progressing so fast that it is unheard of. Yeah. I think. And so they were just like, we're just as confused. And I think even at that point, they start talking about the specialist and being like, maybe we need some other people here. And then like, whenever stuff really hits a fan later, they're like, we need the specialist now. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. For real. Which uh, ends up happening um, <clears throat> in both cases because they end up getting a specialist doctor wise and then they end up getting a specialist anthropology wise anthropology wise yeah literally (laughs) that was my original major at baylor oh yeah Mm -hmm. anthropology and minor museum studies Mm. and i failed out with fashion Mm, there you go (laughs) i didn't fail out actually i just ran out of money yeah hey 
it happens. Baylor's pretty expensive, man. Yeah, they so. wanted thirty two thousand for a semester. I said, deuces. Yeah. <laughs> I said, catch y'all later. Mm-hmm. And thirty two thousand dollars later, I'll catch y'all. Yep. <laughs> That's a lot of moolah. It is. Um, um, and so yeah, so um, we get back, and at this point, stuff starts accelerating a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. More creepy starts happening. This is where we get the dark scene of her where in like the kitchen. Past, yeah. Oh yes, the kitchen scene where she's in front of the counter. Mm-hmm. So then, it's this night that mm-hmm. I think that it happens. Um, and yeah, she. Yeah. Ugh. So they have her on videotape, and she um, is sleep. Well, not necessarily sleepwalking. She's possessed, so who knows what it is. She's going around the house, and she ends up in the kitchen, and she's in front of the counter. And within the same, like, seconds of, you know, like, n- nothing gets chopped up, Um, she goes from being on the floor to being on top of the kitchen counter and it then having like a spade a, in her hand. Yeah. And it looked so like a time glitch or looked, something. But the time did not. There wasn't a time glitch. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like it, but... There was a solid... The time, like... To the seconds that's reading across, mm-hmm. and it's there's no nothing going yeah. wrong with it, and just even the way it's not like a slow levitation up there. It's like it's like oh, her life glitched. Like, yeah, it was just like Toomp, she in was a up. Not yeah, even a second within the milliseconds. Milliseconds. It was. It's very unsettling. Yeah, and that's and when it, Gavin's like, "This is fucking weird. Yeah. Why is no one paying attention and to the way this?" He's showing me, and she's just like, "Uh, yeah, she like is on the floor, and then she's she, on the counter. What about it?" Yeah, and she's like, "Maybe she got a chair," and he's like, "Look at the fucking timestamp." Yeah. And it happened so it's fast. Not. What do you mean she got a fucking chair? Yeah, he was like, "There's no way the camera would glitch that hard." It's the way that Mia, Mia tried to rationalize Mia, everything. Mia, but also Mia is giving giving me Heather vibes from the Blair Witch who will do anything to get this tape yes, to get I this agree. project done. She she was ready to risk those other guys' lives mm-hmm. so fast for this project. She was. Man, she put Lewis under mm-hmm. the bus so many times. He was cracked me up. And that, uh, a lot of that I didn't Lewis. notice without the subtitles. Yeah. He says some funny things. We'll get to later. Oh yeah. I liked um, Lewis a lot. Yeah, he was funny. And poor guy. And of course, like every time that like they would have to go like up and to check something spooky, they always made him go first. Yeah, he said we had a uh there's one line. <laughs> he goes, "Make the brown guy go first. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's meta. It's, yeah. it's on itself. It and I n- I never had caught that joke oh, yeah. before. Well, he has a lot of like of the funny parts. Yes. I think really his whole role is just, was just comedy. Yeah. And not really even on screen. He was yeah. more he was the camera holder. Yeah, so you just hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he had a lot of great great <laughs> moments in there where I was just like, "Luis, my man." Yes. I love him. Um, <laughs> but then we like so then we get past and she's doing her weird shit again and mm-hmm. then we find her, she goes and she's standing in front of this window that becomes a pretty reoccurring. Yeah. Image and spot in the film. She's standing there with hammer and nails. And then she starts nailing the window shut Mm -hmm. because she thinks there was an intruder, which there is. There is. Yeah. In her body. (laughs) Yeah. And it is coming from the, it, there's also paintings and stuff in the paintings, even in the beginning, when it starts showing her painting, see. you can see the man, Yeah, you can shadow. see the one that she's working on. And so yeah. later on in the film, you see It'll these paintings come. showing it's guys getting closer mm-hmm. and it's the same window. It's looking out that window. And so, and Sarah goes, she thinks there's been an intruder and just kind of brushes it off. But yeah. No, there really fucking has been. Yeah, and I think also, too, like, the real... I think when she's painting, 
because she kind of slips in and out of her real self and yes. like being possessed. Oh, definitely. And the paintings is also I even feel at like, the very yeah, end. Yeah, it's like her like almost call out for help. Like something's like you know that's the only way she can get it out. Like yeah, you know, that there is an intruder. And, and I wish more people would have maybe paid attention mm-hmm. to what she was trying to say because I think Through her body paintings, was yeah. trying to like ask for help mm-hmm. and but she just was so defenseless. Um, but later on she, they like, so after that they go to mm-hmm. bed, they wake up because she's missing. Homegirl is missing. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're like, Oh fuck. Sarah went to go pee and she realized that her mom wasn't in her bed. Yeah. And so they're losing their mind. They're like, where is she? Where is she? They go into that same room yeah. where the or one person is Sarah's already outside I think at this it was point. Lisa, one yeah. Of, or Gavin, one of them. One was of in them. There and we're like, she went through the window. Yeah, because the window was open, and mm-hmm. so she went through, and it looked like it tore up a bit of her back too. Yeah. Like there was blood on the gown that they picked yeah, up. She was naked because she left her gown or mm-hmm. got disrobed or somehow. Mm-hmm. At, as she was crawling through the window, and then she's just losing her mind, digging up the yard, going at it, screaming, hollering. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got that spade. She's just digging, and I mean, it's you know what? Also, too, this uh uh. Uh, Deborah, the actress, Jill Larson, like mm-hmm. kudos to her because throughout the whole movie, she really she's a fantastic like, knocked this actress. whole thing out of the park. Yes. Like, she did she, so well. Believable 100% without a doubt, that woman was possessed. Yeah. She yeah. did an amazing job. Like, if nothing else, she deserves, uh, she did great. This movie, yeah. she did amazing. I love it. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's going crazy. She's screaming her lungs out at the dirt. Um, at this point, everybody's just trying to like calm her the hell down. Yeah. And um, as I mean, cause that's gotta be so terrifying, like to approach somebody in that state, oh, yeah. like, Especially and then after know this that person they can hurt already, you. Like attempted to stab someone. Yeah. So yes, it's like, exactly. you just, yeah, you're fearful for your life, even though you're trying to help this person. That's because a really they're obviously rock in and a hard sort place of to be between episode. Yeah. yeah. That they're not thinking rationally at yeah. this point. And then it cuts to a scene of uh, Mia washing Deborah's hands, which are fucked up. Yeah. Dude, her like, name. Remember us ooh, talking about the, like the ring? The ring. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I, I thought, thought of. of. <laughs> Twins. Um, Pinch Coke, yummy Coke. <laughs> he, he, I'll give you this beer instead. I'll take it. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Ooh, her fingers were nasty. Yeah, ooh. it was It was pretty grody. And then the way that like <laughs> she's telling her. Um, well, one, the way that she's looking at me, the way that she's looking at her is, is so, like, so unsettling. Like, yes. So, she's like, just like pure hatred. I know they can't see us. Pure hatred. <laughs> We're giving I've each other eyes. I've never seen <laughs> a more resting bitch face in my life. RBF award. Yeah. Number one to and, Deborah. And the way that me is just trying to calm her down. And then Deb's like, once again, harping on Sarah. Sarah. She's a fucking <laughs> lesbian. My Sarah doesn't <laughs> like to get manicures. Her nails are always dirty. She never cleans she under her nails. She never cleans under her nails. And Nia's like, we're going to get your nails cleaned up and looking perfect again. Yeah. And then I'm looking at these I was looking at my nails. nails. Uh, oh, I was like, ooh, she's going to need some recovery time. I was looking at her nails. I'm like, don't lie to this woman. No you amount of acrylic can fi- fix that. Oh, man. The way they were so messed up. They were destroyed, like nailed. Yeah. Oh God, they were. Sp- oh, blood splinters, Ooh. everything. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Um. So yeah, she uh is taking care of that, and then uh, that's when they're looking at all a lot of the footage that happened from the night. 
Oh and yeah, and that, I guess that's when they find the cabinet yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then um, we see Harris taking care of the yard work. And it's one he, of the first times kind of we gets introduced. Yeah. yeah, meet Harris, mm-hmm. and he's taking care of the yard work because motherfucker, well, he's in on it. Yeah, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harris is a big part of this whole plot line. Yes. Yeah. And so he's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I think also lover. Lo- well, that's the part that is like, he's definitely the neighbor, but the lover is like the part that definitely gets interwoven. It's kind of like reading in between the lines. Yeah. Because there's that one scene when he's like, um, it's before, I think the end, like before the TV thing happens uh-huh. to him, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he, he kind of leans over her yeah. and I was like, they about to kiss. Yeah, yeah, they about yeah, to yeah. kiss right now. No, he definitely <laughs> he was he was in love with her. Yeah, you could definitely see it from the way that like even whenever he um, talked about he her. talked about her talked about like the way that he was trying to protect her mm-hmm. basically. He didn't want her to be exploited yeah. and used again. Like she said, I don't want to be the butt well, of someone's joke. Well, and also too, but like he knew her secret. Yes, and so he's like he needed those people to go away because he like didn't want her to be exposed. Yeah, and but be the like, meanwhile, the whole I time, am the meanwhile the whole time. Um, Harris is like the red herring of the film because it makes you think that he was the one behind yes. a lot of shit that goes down, but it really yes. wasn't him. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but I think we're jumping a little ahead, but yes. Sure. Um, uh, um, I think I also stopped. Sorry, we're sharing notes today. Um, no, you're good, but that's the part whatever. Um, I think I stopped taking notes at some point, but I also have so many notes, so I don't understand. So many good notes. Um, um I just I I don't know where this happens. Um, oh, it's when they're trying to record her, and she's in her little white lace blouse, <gasps> and right. Gavin's like, "This is a nice shirt," and he's like trying yeah. to, "I'm gonna put this in Being now." Nice to her, yeah, because he doesn't want her to freak out again. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, the bitch freaks out. She freaks out. She lunges at them. Yeah, she does. But I like them when they're like, "How are you feeling today, Re- Deborah?" She goes, "I'm feeling right, right as, as rain. rain." Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, that's creepy as fuck." Uh, it's I don't know what to say that. It's even, like, um, it kind of remind me of the mm, end of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm, when the mom's like, I feel yeah. like a million bucks. <laughs> and, sound like that. and even um, it's just another uh, uh, way of showing like even earlier we didn't cut. But like after they uh, had taken her home from the hospital after she was like going to stab, like pulled that whole crazy shit on Gavin. Mm-hmm. She was like, I I can't believe I would ever say those yeah. things to someone. I, I'm terribly sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, And you really kind of see like the two sides to her where you're really like, just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because you were, she was like, I would never in all my life imagine saying those things to someone. And it's like, well, you did. Yeah. You crazy fucking Debbie. did. <laughs> Debbie a little crazy. Um, and then, uh, ouch. Uh, so she freaks out on them, lunges right. on them. And then they have to essentially restrain her to the point where she is then like they bring her back to the hospital because they're like, okay, no, she's there's something else going on. Like you need Mm -hmm. to run some more tests. And that was because this was so sorry. Yeah. So no, no, what happened was something they kind of take a little break, but then they come back to the house. Remember, and that's when they find her on the floor and she's throwing up the the earthworms. The earthworms. I think I think I wrote that down. Oh, yeah, I did. That's way later. Oh, my bad. I put, no, damn, she pukes soil. <laughs> this girl does go to the hospital. That she goes to times. the hospital That's a lot. Right. Yeah. And so at this point, um, they, ooh, they fucking, it's a close up of the spinal tap, which I don't know if you've ever had, a, have you ever had a spinal no. tap done? I have. Ouch. And Really painful? That's what I've heard. Uh, Yeah. It's not pleasant. 
Mm-hmm. Mainly the size of the needle. Mm-hmm. Like they made the mistake of letting me see it before that motherfucker went into my spine. And then, yeah, you're kind of like bent over the bed and they, yeah, it's not, it's not fun. Um, yeah. And then I also, that time it made my whole lower body numb. And so, or pretty much all of my body, I had like no control, whatever they did. Yeah. Cause they like tested, but then I think they also put like an anesthetic or something. Mm-hmm. And I, couldn't control any of my body and to the point where I like I had a panic attack I was in high school it was that I had like meningitis symptoms and so they had a check yeah and so um but yeah I was like sitting there in the bed and I just couldn't move my whole spine just started hurting yeah I know right and I couldn't move my body and so then I just like started freaking out Mm because I was like I don't have any control and I was just like crying because I felt yeah. Like, I mean, I couldn't move my arms and my legs. Like, my whole body was just, like, felt like, a, like I was filled with cement. I don't know. Okay, yeah. That's scary. It is wild. That's a real-life horror story right yeah. there. Yeah. And then, mm. but this close-up of thankfully her spine. Thankfully, you didn't oh, have meningitis. Na- yes, thankfully. Okay. It was very nasty. Um. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, like, the fluid that was coming out from her yes. back. I was like, oh. is that snake venom? Like, one mm. like imagine yeah 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 because that's what it kind of looked like but i mean maybe that is what just spinal fluid looks like I'm yeah, not sure. i've never seen any um, me neither i don't want to see it bend over um <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this though she's <laughs> suddenly starts deteriorating rather quickly at this point it's starting to the bull the ball's rolling mm-hmm. a little bit at this point and stuff's starting to get real oh that's when she's still at the hospital and then she's there and uh, dr nazine is trying to ask her to like uh, make a vertical t or something mm-hmm. and she can't she ends up going ham on her skin again yeah it pulls off her arm literally and this is where we see the also the her back yeah being her all, back scaly. Is all scaly and so at this point like stuff's stuff's getting weird and even nazir has been like hey some of this stuff is not this yeah. is not normal Alzheimer's. Yeah. We're Getting we're confused. Yeah. yeah, we're confused. We need a specialist because this is not. We were certain that she had Alzheimer's first, but yeah. now. But it's because then, like, other it stuff is happening. To, well, like scientifically, you know, it started spreading to other parts of her brain and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, homegirl is um unfortunately losing her her shit, losing her marbles. Um, and they get her back home, mm-hmm. and probably. I think this does have to be well. Aside from the the ending, uh, the ending yeah. yeah. The, there's that piano scene. The right? piano scene, mm. fucking terrifying. Oh, because even when you pause the movie, like I was watching it on Amazon Prime, when you pause the movie or at the beginning or anything, it is the like uh, what thumbnail. Oh, so it that's is. That's what you see. Oh. It's just her at the piano, just looking at you menacingly. It doesn't do that on Shutter. Oh yeah. Um. Oh man, it's horrifying. But yes, that that scene alone. Yeah, so Bitch at this point, what, they're just award. like filming, they're just showing like p- pieces of her, right? It's mm-hmm. like a transition. Of yeah, her they're just kind of showing uh, quick snippets of her descent. Yeah, and essentially. then she's just at the piano in this house, just looking at the camera, and it's like really fucking. The, she's got this scary. like subtle smile that's like she knows something, mm-hmm. and it's. It's creepy, and the yeah. way that it pans out, and then it gets so dark, but you can still the way that see the her face. Is, like whoever did lighting and like cinematography and photo photography and all that Mwah, stuff. Chef's yeah, chef's kiss. kiss. Yeah, because it was such a good look, and then just her with the piano. Because it goes, the screen goes black before it pops up to um something else, mm-hmm. and so just the next scene. It it's 
and all it's like black and then you think that it's like fully black but then if it, i don't know if it's like the light burned on your cornea or some mm-hmm. shit but you can just only see her face mm-hmm. and it's not like a clear view of her face it's this like ghostly like yeah hollowed out eyes kind of demonic look like really, yes really evil looking yeah face. and it's so subtle it's so fast it gives me very also like that face of like you know it goes around it was going around pretty recently it was like smiley or something oh like, yes yeah you know, that i do kind remember of face. that mm-hmm. that's what it gives me but like real so it's but real creepier. vibes yeah. yeah and it it happened so quickly that i mean again i'm like did that actually happen or was that again the light burned on my corneas mm-hmm. i don't know uh, it's yeah. so subtle and it makes you almost question yourself what what are you actually witnessing i don't know yeah that's how i saw it and i thought it was amazing i love that scene yeah and so then i think that's when it starts going to them um (laughs) my notes are so (laughs) chaotic (laughs) start swallowing her little fingers ah snakes well yeah because they're trying to they're trying to uh, get rid of all her little figurines because she's trying to eat them. She is. And especially whenever she's like, why are you putting this away? She's like, because you eat them, mom. Yeah. Because he then, likes to eat them. But later on at night, she still got them by her bed. Yeah. And I was like, it's, and it's all angel figurines too, though, I noticed. I didn't notice that. So I was like, mm, maybe, maybe someone else is starting to catch on. But yeah. she still had them right by her bed. And I was like, that's the main place she could eat these figurines. Well, that's the way too that like they kept like losing her every fucking time at night. And by at what certain point, I'm thinking, like, are we not just going to chain this woman up? Yeah, like they do in the fucking hospital. Door? Because, well, they even lose her there too. Yeah, that's true. But, she rips out. Because she's <laughs> her skin. But still, like, I'm just And at like, one point, Harris helps her. That's true. kind of, Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The but, first time. Uh, but I'm just like, uh, like, at what point do they not think, like, maybe this person needs to be under 24-7 watch? Yes. Like, someone needs to stay up and take shifts, and we all need to watch to make sure she don't do nothing crazy. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> yeah, so you'd think that they'd do something to, you know, keep an eye on her so she wouldn't, you know, be doing something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get uh, that guy, Gavin Wright. I th- uh, yeah, either at this point, I'm not sure if it's Gavin or Louise who's filming, um, but they're going through the house and I'm pretty sure it was Gavin. Gavin. It was Gavin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin. Yeah, that would make sense because this is, again, all the mainly the de- like very clearly demonic stuff I feel like happens to him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because he's the one that mostly believes what's happening to mm-hmm. it. So, of course, the demons or whatever. And also because they got off on the wrong foot. Yeah. At, like even in the house alone, mm-hmm. just. Sarah had to remind him, say thank you, say thank you. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder if. I mean, here he he's being kind of like, like targeted. Vibes. Yes. So like Very maybe dick. it's just like a comeuppance. Who knows what the karma has played out for him? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's where we end up getting the uh, very nice POV shot that you have written here, so beautiful. First person of uh, him coming up to her paintings, and you get to really look inside of her mind, where it's like the same painting of the same window, the window that they she keeps looking out of and escaping from, and there's a black shadow The window figure. that's in the room. Yeah, literally. And it get, it get there's like eight or ten, you know, pictures, paintings, and with each of them, the shadow's getting closer and closer, closer and, closer. and closer. closer. And then I don't know if you notice that whenever he walks up to the window, there's one on the floor, mm-hmm. and it's of the shadow, like, already, already like in. in the window or in right in front of her. Yeah. Or, yeah. I wrote, I wrote, uh... <laughs> I put he being hella disrespectful to her paintings. Oh, I did. Re- I was thinking that them. too. He's he literally just, just letting them. them fall on the floor, like, and that's where I always thought like she painted these. And that's where I also thought I was like, what a dick. Okay, yeah, yeah. And sure. then so also it should be noted this room originally was empty. 
Yeah. There's nothing in it. This time when he comes in, it seems they have moved some objects in here and they've covered it with canvas and other things. Almost like, you know, when the rich people leave their homes in Pride and Prejudice, they cover with blankets, everything with blankets. So the dust doesn't settle. Mm -hmm. You ever seen that one? The others? I think so. You You were my mother. You were my mommy. No. Or it's with Nicole Kidman. And it's like all the sheets are on top of all the chairs and furniture. And then she pulls one back and it's a ghost. Okay, yes. I think I do remember that scene. it's like a little ghost girl. At least I remember that scene. And she's like, what have you done with my daughter? (laughs) What are you you talking about, mommy? I am your daughter. Yeah, it's very creepy. Yeah. Uh We should watch that. Yeah. Sometime. Uh, But so, again, dick hole, fucking up her paintings. Yeah. Um, And then. And then Debbie (laughs) pops up. All of a sudden she's there. We can count on Debbie to give a good pop up. She did definitely not like. There's no way she entered that room. Yeah. And, like normally, and then just got to where she was. It was he was looking out the window, and then all of a sudden she was bam to the right of him. Yeah. He would have noticed her coming in at some point, and and then this is where we get the first vo- like vocal distortion mm-hmm. when she's like, "You're letting all my heat out." <laughs> But then it's proceeds to open up the window. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get that. It, I was like, "What do you mean, letting all the heat out?" But then you the open, window, open it up the window, doesn't just open; it flies open. open. And, and Gavin's freaking mind the fuck out. you again. It is nailed. Yeah, again because Deborah went back and nailed it. Yeah, and it so it. I think it had flew open first, and then Deborah shows up and she's like, "You're letting no, all my heat it out." It didn't. It happened right after. Oh, right after it. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, that doesn't make sense. Why would that happen? And she said, but anyways. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good, I go. guess, to scared him. Yeah, um. uh, which he then tries to tell Mia, but then Mia's like, Oh, Maybe a draft. a draft did it. And I was like, oh, well, a draft opens a nail shut window they like that. Don't okay. Do that. Yeah. okay. It doesn't just thrust it open. <laughs> Bitch, what world are you living in? Because this is not the real world. Mia's living in. I'm trying to get an A. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this bachelorette, whatever it is. Bachelorette. <laughs> the bachelorette. <laughs> I'm trying to get that MRS degree. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm trying to get the certificate. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, but then later on at night, they go again and... Deborah, lo and behold, gets up in the middle of the night. She straight up like strips, hardcore yeah. strips, and then goes up to the switchboard. So everyone is that scene though of awoken. her like dropping the nightgown though, and just you see her butt just mm-hmm. going there like that's yeah. I was she like, dropped it so smoothly, literally. I was like, man, yeah. I yeah. Ain't never got out of clothes like that. <laughs> it's like I gotta work a little bit. <laughs> But anyway, she gets upstairs, and then that's also like, can you imagine just like being dead asleep, and you just start hearing all that wailing from oh, like the, my goodness. the phone, it is, the what, switchboard? It's like having the worst alarm set ever, and amplified to a thousand. Literally, it was just blaring through the house, and I would, <laughs> I think Louis Louis wakes up and he's like, "Fuck, I was having a good dream." dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. And um, I was like, "Oh man, been all there, boy." Out, and then they're all like, "What's that?" And Sarah, of course, comes out and is like, "It's." It's mom's switchboard, it, but it hasn't worked for ages. Yeah. Oh. They're going to <laughs> look for her. There hasn't been a man like that here in 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? Mia's like, do you think she's upstairs and she got it to work? Like, yeah. it's the way that for me, that part of the acting was very, very like, scripted. okay, yeah, yeah. Like, guys, yeah. There it's couldn't like, have been another way for us to like lead us up here without y'all having to say everything. Like, like so clearly obviously. we 
got that without vocal cues. Mm -hmm. And so they're going, and again, Sarah's looking terrified. This is where they're looking in the closet. And she's like, I mean, I would be too. All this shit's happening. I'd be like, no, fuck this. Y'all go. (laughs) So they make Luis go, right? Yeah, this is where they make Luis go. And he goes, yeah, okay, make the brown guy go first. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, they get up there and it's the way that just like earlier, I'm just like, why is like Sarah, the way that Sarah is so fucking terrified as well mm-hmm. of her own mom. And then uh, you just hear uh, Deborah at the switchboard, like plugging into the same little switch, like over and over again. And like, she's just mumbling in this very demonic, satanic, satanic voice and um, speaking French, speaking French, as we find out later yeah. when they go back and and look back at it. Mm-hmm. But she's saying all these words and then like. Then the whole thing just like starts frying and then she gives this very like explodes and gives this very theatrical just like pop back and forward and pop back. (laughs) Like she's getting electrocuted in an electric chair. And then uh, but somehow she's still like perfectly like, okay, okay, and then just crying there and they have to like get her and, you know, they're like calling the doctors again. Mm Um, so at this point, I believe what she gets back to the hospital. Right? I think Nazir comes there. That's right. Nazir comes and there. gives them the sedative, which <sighs> does come into play later. Mm-hmm. And so it's supposed to be safe, the amount that they give her. And because uh, Mia is getting her thesis and doing it's some sort of medical dissertation, I believe, yeah. that she tr- entrusts Mia with this sedative yeah but i do believe sarah is the one who administers something later yeah well Um, i think yeah like you said mia too earlier in the movie took uh sarah's blood pressure and stuff so she looks like she's trained and knowing how to deal with all that stuff she knows a little bit yeah more than the average person yeah um i i did put it's so sad watching her oh because Yeah. yeah it I mean, because at that point, that's whenever she's and her she's having to calm down her mom in the bed, right? Yeah. And they're having that whole moment mm-hmm. where I'm just like, the homegirl's having to that's me in a really deep, dark, like pan, like my yeah. deepest panic attack. It's dark, like yeah. just everything in the way that she's sobbing there at the end yeah. too. It's just like hyperventilating. Her whole body is just like, yeah. she has no control over it whatsoever. And yeah, that was you. It's heartbreaking. Me? <laughs> when? Oh when yes, in, yeah. it was. It Literally. was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then they go and they slow down her speaking and that's when we figure out that not only is they thought it was some sort of mumbo jumbo jargon stuff they figure out that she is actually speaking french Mm -hmm. and essentially in reverse yep (laughs) (laughs) um Um, yeah they figure out she's speaking french and then um saying be my fifth Mm -hmm. and Something saying about like washing the blood and or mm-hmm. wash let the river wash you clean. Something about blood and snakes. The serpentine yeah. imagery starts coming in here, yeah. and that's when we're starting to figure it out. And then, then it cuts to Nazir and I believe Sarah up at the switchboard, and they're saying and figuring out that she was yeah. consistently trying to put it in Jack three three seven, and that is what prompts them to go look in all of her record books because she kept meticulous records. And that's where we figure out that they have like 20 different addicts as well because there's a different addict. I was like, God damn, how many do they got? I think Luis says says that too. Y'all in your addicts. White people in their their addicts. Yeah. Um, I know he says that again later in the film too. With about basements or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. He says it about both. I put a... 
Louise says white people in their basements and attics. <laughs> um, and so that's when we figure out like that there was a whole page ripped out of her records. And so All she was of the really trying went to from like three, three, six to three, three, eight. Yeah. And so she, this was like, they were really trying to keep it under, or but she was trying Louise to keep it secret. Then Louise pulls that Boy Scout shit. charcoal and like they're able to get an imprint with another sheet of paper and they find out that um, there was De Hardines. a Dehardines. um was the client that used to use her service with the switchboard and communication. Um, Jack 337. She, um, they ended up like, Sarah's like, well, first Mia and the guy is like, you know, who's this? And Sarah's like, how have you not heard about him? There's a documentary. There's a documentary. There's a documentary. I mean, there's a documentary. And uh, so. Every person so they ever has to see every watching, documentary made. So they end up. It's funny because they're watching a doc. They end up watching a documentary. While filming. While filming a documentary. <laughs> yeah. In a movie, yeah. So it's, it's like pretty meta. Triple Inception. Yeah. And so uh, they're doing that and they're learning about De Hardines. Um, and I keep wanting to call them like Sardine. Sardine, yeah. Des Jardins. Uh, <laughs> Des Jardins, yeah. And so um, <laughs> they're learning about uh, essentially how he had killed these other four, victims, yeah. the other four people. And it was. He killed them based off of the principles of a monacan blood ritual. I did mean to look up and see if monacan was like an actual thing mm-hmm. or if it was made up for this. Um, I didn't. So if you it's know, okay. whatever, go for it. Yeah. Um, but he essentially, it was a blood ritual in which I believe the girls had to be on their first period, their yeah, first their menstrual first, cycle. Their first menstrual cycle. They called it the something bleeding or something rose or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, ugh. Yeah. And, um, and then he used the mines because it, that's where he would complete the act of killing them. And he'd use the mines because it fed directly into the river and the river is supposed to wash them. And the idea was, is that he would kill five people. He had, um, what did he have? He had Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig's disease. That's right. And so he was dying. He was dying. And if he was to complete this ritual with five people is what he needed, mm. which is where the be my fifth comes in he would live forever. Essentially he would gain immortality. Yeah. And that's what he was was. trying to get from it. Yes. But uh, he ended up disappearing after his fourth victim and he never completed the ritual, which Mm -hmm. uh, we ended up figuring out, you know, some stuff um, on why that happened. Uh, So uh, then we skip over to, uh, which we skip over to uh, Sarah and uh, Mia and the gang. Um, eating com- breakfast? Co- eating breakfast and confronting Deborah about, you know, do you know this name? Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? Does it ring a bell? She's kind of like, uh, at first, yeah, kind of. It might have been a client. And then that's whenever she's, Sarah's like, well, he's missing. And then Deborah's like, mm, he's, he's not missing. Dead. Yeah. He's dead. And then Sarah's like, how do you know that? And then she's like, and so then we have That's her. That's why I put LOL murder. Literally. And then we have her like <laughs> running off. Did not excuse herself from the table. Um, and she's that's whenever she goes to the restroom and she starts throwing up earthworms and dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when they're all like, what the fudge? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and so uh, <laughs> that's whenever, uh, what, they take her back to the hospital again? Now we're yes. back at the hospital. Now we're back at the hospital. And this is one of the times, like, Harris comes in and he's trying to, yeah. he's trying to really sweep the leaves over mm-hmm. the rug or whatever, you know, like, we're trying to put a rug over this. Yeah. What, there's a 
phrase. It's like that. I don't know. Sweep it under the rug. Sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what you're like trying to Putting it over the rug? Yeah, let's do it. Put some leaves. Smear that shit everywhere. <laughs> Just smear it. It's a bagel now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But he's so trying to do it because he knows. He, he knows. knows what's up. And so uh, after that, we have Harris. <laughs> he shows up to their house and he's losing the, his losing mind. Losing his, his marbles. Mind. He's drunk out of everything. his mind. Drunk. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It is so dangerous. It's so dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and then the way that they're all freaking out on the house and like they're all sta- like, was it is still? Ga- yeah. Gavin's still there at this point. And so he's just like, cause they had just talked about yeah. how maybe Harris was the person who killed, did it because he showed up twice. Yeah. And he, um, the they found reports about him being, yeah, exactly that. And so, yeah, he's losing his mind, shooting uh, them up with whatever it is, a shotgun. And uh, then they finally get the cops out there, the sheriff, mm-hmm. which the sheriff, by the way, Tweed, Tweed. Um, she comes in later as well. But did you not get any like their sexual tension? I thought they were past Sarah. lovers. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Like, I thought that you had something going on. Yeah, for Especially sure. When I was she like, was like, ooh, Sarah you, about to cheat. That's when she it, about to get some Whenever right she was like, do you need anything? And she's like, can you can you move in? Yeah. Yeah. I, and she's I got like, those vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. She's like, I got the U-Haul ready. <laughs> so uh, basically, they're trying to, you know, they calm Harris down. They take him to, you know, the hospital Sleep or whatever. Sleep it off, yeah. Sleep it off in the tank. And um, Gavin Gavin says, I... Out skis. He goes, fuck this shit, I'm out. Literally. And he leaves. And of course, this fucking... That was the only note I made about this is I said, of course, this van has that god-awful horn. Yeah. It was so bad. Because he was like driving off and he was like... And he did that, and I was like, oh, my God, this motherfucker, of course he has that. So uh, that's when we have Deborah at the hospital, right? And Harris has, at this point, unlatched her arms. Yeah, because he's trying to let her go. And then then, she uh, gets up. And she... uh, I put, ooh, she about a still a kid. She's taking a <laughs> child. She's trying to get this ritual going. So I liked, um, you have here how, like, you like the, uh, the. The first person POV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, she's stealing the kid. Then we have, like, cut to her parents freaking out. And then Sarah and them get back to the hospital. And everybody's like, where the fuck is Deborah? Yeah, they're all searching for Deborah. So we're searching for Deborah. And it, we've got a very good first person point of view while searching uh, because. It's the like light of the camera that yeah. we're getting. So it's very much, again, it makes you feel like you're in it. Mm-hmm. And it's unsettling the way that it pans over everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> mm, cut okay? that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That came um, out of nowhere. But yeah, that's how they're panning to everything. Yeah. It's just super like, because it makes you feel yeah. like something is about to pop out mm-hmm. from behind the very, behind anything. Very found footage part of the, f- the movie. And then um, that POV and also And it too, really doesn't show anything, though. The and so that's what really I loved. Helps. Yeah, because it's everything yes, so it's dimly ab- lit. It's, it's abandoned hospital well, wing. And that's why I'm th- that also shit like... Of nightmares. <laughs> and also I'm thinking, like, what hospital just has, like, abandoned wings that know, you just I'm don't... I know, I'm like, you don't got no... Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and maybe, I mean, maybe it's... What's the town's name eczema eczema literally eczema <laughs> um and so anyways yeah they finally so maybe it's small enough that th- they had to shut down half yeah. their wing after typhoid fever or some shit dr uh, nazine right comes back in and finds uh the deborah and the little kid cara kara kara mm-hmm. kara yeah. and uh that part in itself is just like pretty eerie and creepy because they're just they're like standing, standing in the freezer in the freezer because they're in the kitchen against the wall yeah yeah and uh, they safely retrieve Kara, Kara thankfully, this who time. Who looks? Um, I, I believe she has like some sort of right, leukemia or something, or something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get that she 
had is sick and has that and you know sickness but because of that because of the way she looks it just adds to the more it's, of yes like, it's because like, she looks un- unsettling and sickly yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it adds to the spook mm-hmm. okay and at so, this point at this point deborah's fucking possessed and sarah's caught on because yeah. the next scene is sarah walking out with a priest and saying that there is more going on here than uh-huh. meets the eye. Being like, we need to get an exorcism up yeah. in here. And he's just says, you can't just get an exorcist. It It's probably, that's stuff of movies. Yeah. And you, you can't just call that down. And it's probably just, you know, really it's just the it disease. You really need to accept it, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, no, it's. No, this bitch is possessed. fucking possessed. And so, yeah, that's whenever they go on their own looking, um, Ooh, I like the word spiritual parasite. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then, oh, yeah, so they come, <laughs> and now they're at the anthropologist. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I believe he's the term that you, person who used the term spiritual parasite. Because Mia contacted him, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. And so now they're getting the down loan, like, spiritual parasites. And and how we find out the, the young and the old are the ones with weak minds or yeah. people with weak minds are more susceptible. And Tell uh, them about another story of... Uh, this woman mm-hmm. whose child passed away and she clung to his corpse essentially for a month yeah. as he was rotting and eventually began taking on his characteristics yeah. and not only his like name and stuff, but also his voice. And so she started talking in a young boy's voice yeah. and all this stuff, which is Pretty quite s- frankly fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it didn't stop until they burned the little boy's body. Mm hmm. And then she, a witch oh, that's why I put to. my original major. Anthropology. Yeah, anthropology. Yep, mm-hmm. that's me. And so, yeah, so all of that shit's happening. Oh, wait, no. Harris comes in later and takes off her restraints. Because then I have a note, fucking Harris, God damn it, taking off her restraints. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, that's when he's whispering in her ear. And that's when you really get the sense of like, there's something oh, more going on here. about to kiss scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's like, no, fucking kill me. Yeah. She yeah. says, kill me. And then, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And then so he goes and he takes the. TV. <laughs> he takes the TV. He takes the, the pillow. pillow. Yeah. But my note. Ha ha ha. Fucking TV smacked him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because apparently Dehardines has like telekinetic powers yeah. as well. I didn't. I was like, okay, how that shit happened? But all right. We'll, we'll let it slide. He it's throws possession. that TV. Yep. Throws that TV and it knocks the fuck out of Harris. Mm-hmm. Harris now has to go into the hospital and he's like. Yeah. Good thing he was already there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, Yeah. Uh, that's whenever we get Sarah and them going back to the hospital after they were talking to this anthropologist. And then that's whenever they figure out, you know, Sarah's talking to, to somehow talking to Harris yeah, as he in the is room. Yeah, like yeah. choking. It's literally dying. And it's the way that at that point you get another plot twist reveal because she's like, dad. Yes. Yeah. And well, I think that was just, I think that's what she said just so she could get, get in, in there. You think? I, do. I don't know. I do. Maybe she was really a secret lover. Maybe. Maybe. Or I, I feel like maybe that guy was more of a father a figure, figure to yeah. her. Could be. Yeah. Um, and I, I think she said that just so she could talk to him because yeah. the way that she was talking to him was not like, oh, my God, are you OK? It was give me information. Yeah. And that's how we figure out that Sarah was supposed to be the fifth. And because yeah. of the switchboard that's connection, how, uh, Deborah found out. Yes. And that's why he they killed him mm-hmm. because there she was like hell no you're not gonna take my fucking daughter mm-hmm. bitch so kills Deborah him with the spade and then they buried him. well he didn't actually she, kill him they buried him alive that's right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. buried him alive and 
I put LOL Harris is like choking and she's yelling at him. She's like, give me more information. Literally. Like, Meanwhile, the nurses are trying to drag her out because she can't be in there because he's literally dying. Um, and so that's whenever, yeah, he tells her that and he's letting her know. Um, yeah, all of that, all mm-hmm. that information. And then uh, then Sarah's like, well, we got to go find yeah, that body and burn to it. them going to back to the property and they're already on the yard and they're like trying to dig. And then. Um, because they're going to the place where Deborah had lost her mind, like pretty yeah. much earlier, and where they kind of seem to garden mainly. Um, yeah, for the most part. And so uh, you just see them digging, and then Luis is like, oh, this is fucking crazy. And then Mia's when she's that she's line. She's like, help like, us or shut the fuck up. Literally. And I was like, yeah, yeah Mia, tell them. Mm, for real. But um, at that point, uh, they're they're all trying to find this, like, fucking, you know, a body, a, mm-hmm. you know, or skeleton or something, some type of remains. But um, they can't. They can't, no. They do, however, stumble upon the same spade. Yeah. Which turns out was the murder tool. Yeah. Um, or, I guess, the tool that incatas- incapacitated him. Incapacitated him. him. Which is why, also, like, you, you call back to earlier her freaking out about a spade mm-hmm. because it was what, like, she's she like, I gotta keep mur- that shit or, hidden. You know, the not murder weapon, but, you know, it's essentially it's the murder, murder weapon. weapon. I mean, yeah. they killed him. Yeah. Even though he was buried alive, but they still killed him. Yeah. yeah. That's um, what got him in the ground buried alive. And so, um, so she's like, I got to keep that shit under wraps. Then we have them searching for the body. And that's whenever Sarah's like, it's got to be in the basement, right? Or something like that. Yeah. It, so it's actually in their attics Attic, because yeah. they're walking around and then they see that weird, mm, almost human like slime oh, yeah, shape right, on the ceiling. Right. Yeah. 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 And, it's like decay. It's yes. Like, mm-hmm. And the body wasn't even right there though. So I was a little mm-hmm. bit confused yeah. as to where that slime came, but whatever. Um, there was a slope. Yeah, I guess. We'll leave it at that. That pulled and made it's it look just house. like kind of a body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is where, again, they're like, Luis, you go first. And he's like, why people Fuck in yeah. their basements and attics? And then he's just, uh, uh, he's essentially like, why me? And, yeah. and then Mia's like, we've been over this. <laughs> this, this is why. Y- you go over. You go up first. Um, and there's like, so they get into the attic and weird shit's kind of oozing all over the place. And yeah. I put, they have so many. <laughs> Because yet another one. Um, and weird shit's oozing all over the place. They find the body. And then I put, but why is it still leaky? Shouldn't he be a skeleton? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and why there was decay. But I mean, it's possession. It's demonic. I was like, whatever. You know? I'll let you have yeah, your story. Literally. Like, so, uh, he's been dead for like fucking years. at least at 20, least 30, 30 years. 30 yeah. years. Yeah. 30 years. So I was like, mm, but whatever, whatever. Um, and so they're dealing with that. They end up finding this little bag. And oh, of but course, maybe because he, he was, f- oh, but maybe because he completed four of the five, his, his body like was lived. still holding on. Yeah. Mm, what if he lived sense. for a long time under the ground? Dude? Oh, that makes sense. Oh, and maybe oh. he just now possessed her because he just died. Mm. And that's why he's recently, and that's why it's still decaying. You're genius. Look at us. Okay. Both of us we having, have brains. Yeah. Lights <laughs> go off. Um, and so, yeah, they found the, they found the remains of Mr. Hardini's and Houdini. Um, yeah. And, uh, they're also the way that they're all freaking out Sarah first and then Mia and then they got to get it, it down. So nasty. And then it's the way that even t- I think is this this point where like Sarah's like talking about them. She's like, I can't thank y'all enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like these fucking strangers ba- essentially are like helping with helping this. Her. Yeah, I mean, granted, when you watch the days, I mean, they went to like days like s- yes, they were, it, we're like day three at months. least forty 
at least 40 at this yeah, point. Yeah, they were with her a good few months. So I, they felt been with some kind of relationship. Yeah. yeah. And um, they decide to burn the body in the fireplace, which I'll put also. I'll which put, before also, we get don't to burn that, the fucking body in the fireplace. Y'all crazy. Right. But before mm-hmm. we get to that, what, there's snakes all up in the bag that just happen to appear in the bag? Um, I think the snakes mm-hmm. come out once they try to put it in the fire. Okay. So it blows back, and then yeah. all of a sudden the f- snakes are like, no, yeah. I'm a snake. And they come out, and they're, uh, I put, fuck no to all those snakes coming out. Um, <laughs> And then I put, he grumpy that y'all trying to burn him now and coming for y'all, because yeah. like then the like the fireplace kind of goes. And they blow back. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, they're running out the house. And then that's when they see him in the window, mm-hmm. and he's, so now they've got a physical image of him yeah. as well. Along with the snakes and stuff, which he was like kind of like a snake. Which is kind of, oh, and also if you think about it, kind of meta as well as like she had all those paintings of seeing him outside the window. Oh, and now now he's he's in the window and looking at them. Yeah. Creepy. That's pretty cool. I wonder if that was like meant to be something like like that on purpose. Um, And so, um, yeah. And it pans back to her in the, she is in the hospital again Mm -hmm. and she has her restraints on and she escapes by ripping off her whole fucking Flesh hand skin, skin yeah. to get the restraints off. And then she she has kidnapped Kara again. Somehow again, yes. Came because and got her because they didn't Security wasn't extra heavy after this exactly. one incident. Um, that should have been. They end up getting her, and then at this point, she attacks a, uh, uh, a security, security guard, guard by jumping on him and essentially biting him on the neck. But what we realize uh, that the doctor later says is that he was getting treated for snake snake venom. Yeah, because, snake bite. Snake yeah, bite. yeah, because she injected him with that shit. Ty put has snake venom in her, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, since she's she's essentially becoming a snake, mm-hmm. you know, as we see coming up, and so um, they end up having to um, where does she end up? They're at the house. She's at the hospital. Leaves with the child. And then, and they're trying to figure out where she oh, had taken right. the and child. That, and at first, they were like, "No, we don't want to listen to you." And then Sarah's like, "No, I minds. know where she is." Yeah. And so they go, and they're they're like, "Okay, fine, we'll listen to you." And they're driving up the trail to the mountain mm-hmm. to get to the mines. And uh, that vibe again gave me very first person, like shooter, the act, like the mm. vocalist mm-hmm. and everything in that scene. Um, the language. Yes, everything felt video games yeah. again, just like in 94. And I mean, it wasn't as bad, though. It wasn't yeah. that bad. It just it still gave me those video game vibes. I feel that. And then so they pull up and they find Kara and Deborah holding hands. Mm-hmm. Deborah's facing away while Kara's facing towards them. And she's just repeating, don't hurt him. He's a nice man. He's going to wash me in the river. Yeah. Don't hurt him. He's a nice man. She's definitely under some sort of spell, yes. possession, presence, something. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. not all there right now. Yeah, and so she's like kind of yeah. losing her mind. They try to take Kara away, away from, from Deborah, and Deborah goes, "I think the fuck not." And ends up spitting acid on spit. one of the officers, right? And she's got acid spit now, apparently, because his whole face are melting off. Very Ratma vibes. Yeah, Ratma. Ratma. All hell, Ratma. All hell. 
And so um, then after that, that's whenever they're trying to get um, someone to t- help the officer. And that's whenever Mia's like, it's you. It's got to be you. You got to go with yeah. him. And Luis is like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to get mean, split up right point, now or be left with yeah. him. But also I'm thinking of Luis. I would, like, 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 would want to get the hell out of there. I would want to say, I don't want to go follow Deborah. Are you kidding yeah, me? She's yeah. spitting acid on people. Acid. <laughs> and so, so we get... Uh, Sarah and the officer Tweed and Mia, and Mia chasing after Deborah, mm-hmm. um, which they end up getting into is like a house. Was it a house or something? It was like an yeah, abandoned something. I guess it was probably like the mine workshop, something like that. I don't know how mines um, work, but uh, you're right, but some, like an entrance to <laughs> yes, the mines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so they end up getting in there trying to f- find her. Um, unfortunately, that's where we get another kill because mm-hmm. Officer Tweed gets murdered somehow. Yep. And, and then, uh, uh, before that, Mia's coming clean about her grandpa uh, yeah, to she's, Sarah. She's like, I, I was just lying about. And Sarah's like, I don't fucking care. We're here like, now. She's like, I don't care. We're here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so um, then, uh, unfortunately, uh, Sarah goes in and finds her ex-girlfriend dead on the floor. R.I.P. Tweed. Yeah, Tweedy's dead. She's dead. There's a bunch of snakes uh, around her. Sarah's uh, then going deeper to try to find uh, Deborah, and then Mia's behind her the whole entire time. Like, no, stop. Where are you? Get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's Um, really... Diving into this head first, yeah. so she's like, being she's a real not badass. Thinking twice about anything, uh-huh. she's like, "I'm going in," and so uh, she's trying to save little Kara and her mom. And so they finally get deeper into the mines, and they find them. They have to crawl. They have to crawl through go through this whole like hole somehow with we just snakes. yeah we went from uh, psycho horror uh, mental thriller to the descent. Yes, um, as above, so below. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they're calling through these little holes, and then they get into the opening so of the mines. I'm so afraid and, of snakes. Um, this movie's. I put no way my ass would be in that cave. Yeah, if no you way. don't like snakes, this movie might trigger you somehow. Yeah, I and don't so like snakes. then um, we have them finally getting into like the mine a- area, and uh, that's whenever they are. It's kind of just like like you said, POV first person. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to find them, calling out for her. And then they find them eventually. Yeah, they but find them the like, first time. Then Deborah attacks Sarah. Yeah. And then they're like trying to pull her off. Mia's trying to pull her off. And a, then they get her off. And then she once again escapes them, eludes them mm-hmm. with little Kara. And then finally, once again, they find her. It's and this the is iconic. This, and this is the part that's like, ooh, like if you want to watch the movie, just this is my this favorite is, this scene. This is literally the epitome of like. Those fucking like wait till the end, yeah. wait for it kind of uh-huh. memes or whatever. It's this or TikToks, yeah. She's got her, she got Kara's whole ass head inside of her mouth, and her jaw is hinged like a snake. You know when they got that yeah. little fleshy blah blah there, yeah. The you know the fleshy blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But she's her just like sliding her head, and you know like when snakes eat the little rats, they're like, that's what she's doing over Kara's head, and um. That's that's the most memorable scene, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's same yeah, thing. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's one of the top three memorable scenes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we have her uh, freaking devouring little Kara, and then finally they ring Sarah some fires shots a out. Gun, yeah, <laughs> and it kind of startles them. They're able to get Kara away, and then that's whenever Sarah's kind of just like trying to coach her mom into like, you know, you can defeat this, you can mm-hmm. overcome him. Like, don't let it. It's uh, a power, like you. their familiar power that 
kind of pulls you see Deborah really trying to fight this. Yeah. And you see her going from one state of consciousness to another. And yeah, that's she's coming in and out of she it. She did a great job there. And then uh that's when finally Sarah has the idea to burn the bones right there in that spot and she ends up setting on fire. And then she drops them down that hole and it like explodes. I was like Sarah yeah. just essentially set off a bomb in a mine. I was yeah. like that's after she was already unstable. telling Mia like be careful because you could it's unsettled. Yeah. It's yeah yeah yeah. Um and so that happens and then um we're done yeah <laughs> i mean like at least with that like in that sense um, it kind it of leaves deborah yeah it pans back and it's um you're seeing the now she's on trial for yeah. the murder of tweed officer tweed and some of, yeah, and yeah. the hurting of yeah. multiple other people, other people yeah. and the kidnapping of Kara. Kara. And so, but she's deemed like mentally unfit. Unfit, yes. Yeah. And she, it's clear that she's still deteriorating. At this mm-hmm. point, her body's probably got to be just fucked. Yeah, I'm sure. and she's used just up. a shell. Yeah, and so she's just that. And it really just kind of ends with that. You yeah, see her getting on her put um, in. her her story's kind of done there. But then it goes to them celebrating Kara's birthday and tenth birthday, yeah, and tenth the, birthday news the news is covering mm-hmm. it. And I loved this new segment. The way yeah. the vibes, everything, it felt very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was executed well. Yes. And, and leaving you with that eerie feeling. Yeah. And you're seeing Kara, like, blowing out her candles and all that stuff. And then the it goes outside with her. And he's saying, like, do you have any plans for the future? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he says something like. You should make some plans. You should make a plan. She goes, I have one. And then just looks in the camera and gives us one look that's just like, oh, fuck. And that's when you realize that her, she is a child, her susceptible mind. Yeah. She is now possessed by J. Hardines. Yeah. That's essentially the end of the film there. Um, She did a great little job at the end. I thought she did a good job. Yeah. She apparently has been in another movie too, but I can't remember what it was that I uh, thought she was in. Her little subtle smile at the end. I was like, ooh. Oh, good job, girl. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was creepy. Um, boo times. Boo times. Boo time. Boo time. Um, it's like mail so time. Blues clues. I think I'm going to give this a solid. Mm. A good 3.5. Right. Right in the know. middle. I'm give it a <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying right to me. I was like, no. I don't know. <laughs> right in the middle. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Yeah. I did really enjoy it. Um, I, I just enjoyed it, but it wasn't anything that necessarily blew me away. But mm-hmm. like, I, I enjoyed it. It yeah. was good. It was a solid good film. Like, I, I would recommend it to anybody to watch if yeah. they really wanted like a scary movie that they hadn't seen. Good. Um, yeah. I think I'll give it a four. A four? Okay, yeah, yeah. Just because I... I I think previously I would have given it a higher score. Yeah. Um, but then watching it back this time, there were a few moments that I was like, that's a little too cheesy mm-hmm. um, for my taste. But overall, I, I still think I really, really love the slow burn. A lot of people did give it flack for how slow it was at mm-hmm. the beginning. But again, I think there's enough little subtleties and like just very yeah. tiny jump scares. Like I don't want to be just, I don't know cheese 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 scared yeah the whole movie that's not i I like the ones that just it's 
because that is like it follows Alzheimer's, I feel like yeah. rather well. It is a very slow descent into losing yourself. And it tracks well. It pans good. It has good timing mm-hmm. in that like to me at least story wise, because it's able to fit in plot, horror, and character development too, because you really grow with these characters in yes, a way. You, do, you really yeah. start to like, you know, relate to them and like feel their pain or the struggle or also be frightened by them like Deborah, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of her. Um, I think it would have been really interesting and cool if like they would have followed a plot line of like day her come back, but instead of stealing a little child, like somehow comes back for Sarah. Yeah. That's like, what I was kind of initially wanting, but I guess she has to, if they're following the, be like a pubet, the first like a blood. Kid, yeah, yeah. First blood. But then I'm like, okay, but anyways, I'm like, what was he doing? Going in the hospital room, just like checking little girl. Like, how do they know? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Maybe he's but got some sort of sense. Radar. Snake <laughs> sense. Oh, Hey, maybe. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, overall, yeah, a 3.5 for me. Yeah. Yeah. So 3.5 and uh, four, four for the taking of Deborah Logan, 2014, um, Retinol's debut film. Retinol. <laughs> Robitussin. Robitel. Robitel. We get an angry <laughs> email from Robitel. Rotel Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I, I have said one of my favorites. I just, I really do enjoy it. Um, I think it's, I think it's a great film. And again, I would recommend it to anyone. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. As always, we are in the lovely Rogue Media Network studios. They are taking care of us today and making us sound pretty. We're s- recording on a weeknight, which is weird for yeah. us. All parties involved, weird. But we're here. We're here. We made it. We did. Um, You can listen to us. Um, on um, all sorts of platforms. Mm-hmm. We got Apple Podcasts. And Spotify being the two biggest ones. And, and then Amazon. A sprinkle of others. Who yeah. Knows? Stitcher. All those good Stitcher, things. Stitcher, Pandora, Google Play. Wherever you'd like to get your podcast from. That's right. And We're you there. can find us on exactly one social media platform being. At Boo Bays Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that's on Instagram. All one word. And that's Boo Bays, not Boo Babes. That's right. And make sure that you follow us there because a lot of the times we'll ask for your input. Yeah. And yeah. Want we would like to responses. interact with y'all. Yeah. yeah for we'd sure. like to read if, if you've uh, ever watched any of these films that we're talking about. We'd like to hear your responses from them and yeah. how many boos you give. And thank you for sticking with us through this one. This one is a pretty long one. It we, was. We had yeah. a lot to talk about. It's It's got a lot. Yeah. A lot of little nuances. Um, also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, that please. is the only way we can ever get ahead in this world. And boy, oh boy, do we need to get ahead. We do. We do. Leaps and beams and beyonds. Beyonds and beyonds. yawns and Bjorks. There we go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all for today. Folks. That's right. That's all, folks. And uh, bye, base. Bye, base. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.